1: It's episode 35 of the Bear Club Pod, and we've got a special game preview because the Bears are playing on Thursday Night Football this week. Brought to you directly from Amazon.
0: Sorry to interrupt, but uh, episode 35, you know, a great number 35 of Chicago Bear history? Enos. Nah. Curtis Enis wear week thirty-five. Curtis Enos, uh, Enos was number thirty-nine. That's about <laughs> that, that draft, that ninety-eight draft for Curtis Enos. Try again. I feel like you're not a Bears fan if you don't know a great thirty-five Chicago Bears history. I'm definitely calling your fandom out right
1: in front of everybody.
0: Don't know who that great thirty-five is.
1: I was thinking about this earlier. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why the Curtis Enos went on, came in my brain like that. Uh, but then no, give give me the thirty five. It's 35. a dark, and bear.
0: Dark year. You on the right track? You on the right position? Give me that great number thirty five. Do I have to show you show you highlights? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is, is this is this is this Neil? This is Neil. This is Neil the gold <laughs> RB Anderson. Yes, this is Neil. One of the most players in Chicago Bear history. Took over for Walter Payton. Was versatile enough to play fullback in the backfield with a lead block. Also split out at wide receiver. One of the great versatile backs of his time. I remember 1990, uh, Football Digest called him the best overall running back in the league. Could block, could catch, could run. Three-time pro bowler. Two-time all-pro. You need to put some respect on Neil Anderson's name. Very disappointed in you. You ain't bearing down right now.
1: <laughs> my bad. I'm down. I'm down. Bear. I ain't bearing down. You down? My, bad. my B. My shout out to Neil Anderson.
0: Shout out Neil Anderson.
1: But while we're here, we're here to talk about the DC Commandos versus our Chicago Bears. Uh DC. They're coming. They come into this game ranked 17th on offense, 29th on defense. They're only a, a hair better than us on defense. Um, they've given up 30 points in three consecutive games. They've they've lost the last two. Uh, they one of them. The first loss came to the Buffalo Bills. They were resoundingly defeated. Sam Howell threw four picks in that game, and last week they they hung tough with the defending NFC champions, Philadelphia Eagles, lost in overtime by three. The Bears, for for those that don't know, are 22nd in offense, 31st in defense. Last week, Justin Fields had the game of his life playing the 32nd in ranked defense. So it looks like, I mean... It looks like if it's a bad defense in front of him, he can take advantage of it. The Bears' rushing offense is ranked 13th, and their rushing defense is ranked 18th. Washington, they don't have a good rushing offense to write home about. They're ranked 17th. Brian Robinson hasn't really blown the world up yet. Antonio Gibson, I don't even know how, how he's still on the team. Their Russian defense is also in the in the uh bottom half of the league at num at number 21 in the league. So let me just be point blank. How do the Bears win this game?
0: Um so like I say this every week and I start to sound like a broken record, but uh, the Bears gotta run the ball. That's what they do best. Uh Tevin
1: Jake is uh, any word if he's gonna be active tonight? Is he back? I don't think they've they've made that that news yet. I, from what I remember, he's had two walkthroughs and um, a light practice on Wednesday. I don't think he's going to get the the green light to go. Just that with be, that, um, he was healthy and could go. That's probably
0: their best. Uh, that's probably their 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 their, their best uh, run block. Uh, but uh, anyways, the Good Bears got to run the ball. The Commanders are 21st ranked against the run. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're not in the secondary either, so I think there are opportunities to throw the ball. Uh, I think there's better opportunities to throw than to run. The, the Commanders, despite their 20th ranked run defense, they, they have a very good front four. Extremely uh, good. Uh, Allen, Sweat, uh, Chase Young, very good. Uh, very good. Front four. Yeah. Very good front four. Uh, the Bears got to win a turnover battle. You got to get some turnovers. Uh, I think that we only had the only turnovers that we have are in the second half of the Kansas City game. It'd be nice if the defense can get a pick six or fumble recovery, you know, force a turnover deep in Washington territory. I think that would jump start the offense and would give them much needed momentum. We, we seem to have the back working plays go against us every single week. So uh, keys my keys to the game is run the ball, play mistake free football, and force turnovers.
1: It's it can all be so simple. We say this every week. Run yeah. the ball, have some consistency with running the ball. Don't turn it over and make some plays. You know that the the is the basic things this team has struggled with in the first four four weeks of the season. Um, you, I will put that squarely on the coaching staff. The basic things should be drilled in. It shouldn't be that difficult at this point in the season, but here we are. So with that being said, what what would have to go wrong if DC were to beat us and send us to 0-5 for 2023? I think this is
0: going to be a, close game the only common opponent we have from so far is Denver and they had to have a furious rally they had two fourth quarter chance to to beat Denver so uh, the way they beat Denver is kind of the way we lost to Denver uh, what would have to go wrong is uh, I, I would think losing a turnover battle Justin has to be careful with the ball um uh, We can't get in – we can't be on the wrong side of the field position battle. I think these two teams are kind of evenly matched despite us being 0-4. This is a very winnable game. I do think Washington's probably a little superior, probably a little better coach. But um, the Bears got to take advantage. They have to to win the turnover battle. They have to win the field position battle. I think if they they do those things, I, I do think they'll win.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh mybookie.com is the official place gambling partner for Fans First Sports Network. I'm checking out the lines, and it's it's easy money that Justin just goes, just goes for over 202 yards. I, I think that's I think that's a safe bet. I mean, you you said you said it right there. We've had a common opponent. They gave up 35 yards, they gave up 35 points to Denver. Denver didn't score that much against us, and Denver needed a lot. Denver needed a lot of Hail Marys. They needed a lot of things to break right in their favor just to get to thirty-one. And you got to remember when those touchdowns came, our defense not on the field. So, right, right, uh, and Justin had the game of his life against that defense. Uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, put up thirty-five on them on on DC. I, I can't see how Justin doesn't have another a, a back-to-back great performance. I would I would hope I would hope that it it shows some type of progression for just to get Getzy, to get you know get something to stink off of him. They've been as I've said in in multiple episodes they they've been some glimmer of progress every game. I want to see them build on this now. They had we had the great, the best game of Justin's career. We had everything going on offense up until we started turning the ball over and you know, having confounding coaching decisions. Um, and just getting some of our some some of our our play calls snuffed out before the before the snap. That that sack that led to Justin's fumble, the uh the defense snuffed sniffed it out because you know. We kept we kept having naked bootlegs every time Justin they, went underneath they, center. They guess right. Eventually, they had to get that one right. Yeah, they, they 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 snuffed it out. So I want to believe that okay, it's a learning experience for Gatsy and Justin and the offensive all around, and they put something else together and we take advantage nope. of a very vulnerable defense and go ahead and get this win.
0: Well, I'm, I'm tired of learning. Um,
1: the the commander
0: starts, uh, Kendall Fuller, uh, if you remember Bear, long-time Bear, Cal Fuller, that's his brother. He's had a real up-and-down type tenure with the commanders. You know, he's had some good stretches, some bad stretches. He can certainly be taken advantage of. They got a rookie along uh, on the other side of him, Emmanuel Forbes. Very talented kid, but he's a rookie. Let's give D.J. Moore a matchup on him. Let's take advantage, you know. Even without Claypool, uh, the 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 Bears have a couple good receivers. Moni Mooney, Moni's a, a veteran here, so I like to see I like to see them get Moni and more isolated in good situations with with Forbes and um uh, with Forbes and Fuller.
1: It's like Chase Clip, Claypool is also inactive for this game again. Another good sign pointing in the right direction since wow. he, he was inactive he was inactive last week and we had a great game on an offensive standpoint. I mean let's, don't for tonight. Don't 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 change don't change the recipe if it's, if it's cooking right, you know. All right, so we've lost 14 straight games. What if it becomes 15? What if we lose this game tonight? To Rivera and the Commandos, and we saw the season 0 and 5. Then what what happens next?
0: Well, the talk around town has been is uh, Eva Flute's getting fired. Uh, is he coming back to Chicago Friday? I don't foresee that. Uh, this isn't like the NBA. Uh, very rarely do you see in season uh, 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 changes, especially in the Bears situation. The Bears don't have a veteran on staff to take Eberflus' place. Like, we've seen in other situations where it's happened. It's been something yeah. where the coach has a scandal, like John Drew, and he was out in uh, Oakland. But he had uh, 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 McDaniels there. You had McDaniels there, so you had a veteran coach. If you're fired Eberflus, who do you bring in?
1: Allen Williams isn't here you, anymore. You have a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And, and yeah. Luke Getzey has been proven that he can be promoted. This is, he, he
0: he's less than two years experience as the offense coordinator. Before that, he was the passing game coordinator, uh, quarterbacks coach. So, I don't foresee that for the simple fact that you don't have an in-house replacement. This isn't like the NBA where you go out and seek a coach mid-season. I mean, uh, most coaches who are, you know, uh, primed to be hired for next year, they're currently in a coaching position. Guys like the enemy. They're not leaving the commanders mid-season to come put together a coach's staff. In Chicago. So it's unrealistic <clears throat> to think that Iber is gonna be fine. Things have to get really, really, really bad, not only from on the field standpoint, but uh behind the scenes for Eber to not be the coach Monday. Also, if we go to 0 and 5 we gotta be realistic. Uh you gotta start looking at Caleb Williams. Um, uh, that's quarterback prospect we've probably seen since coming out of college since Peyton Manning, to be honest with you. Peyton Manning, Andrew mm-hmm. Luck, Scott. He has he has all the tools. He's mobile. Uh he's he's a pocket quarterback. He great pre-snap recognition, uh great post-snap recognition, puts the ball in the windows, great ball placement, strong arm. He he is he is the jewel of the 2024 draft. And as you see teams fall, slip further, further from the playoffs, I anticipate a lot of teams will be jockeying
1: for him. Could be us. The Bears are five-and-a-half-point dogs. I think I, – common sense tells me that that should be a closer game. We just – we discussed it. Both these teams' defenses are boo-boo. And the Bears are trying to build on a, a very impressive offensive outing last week. It should – I can't my, – my rational – my rational thinking, my logical thinking, tells me that the game should be a lot closer than that five and a half spread. However, I said the Bears are going to win nine games this year, so I don't, I'm going to throw all that out the window. The still Bears a- are I'm a- don't
0: give up; they they still got a chance at nine games. If you follow <laughs> Kay's advice and you took the Bears uh, uh, at uh, six and a half wins or seven wins, and, and hold your head up, it's not. Hold your head ought to be played.
1: Don't give up. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and deal with straight facts. The facts is the Bears are one, eight, and one against the spread the last 10 games. They're they they're 0-3-1 and and this year. Uh the Commanders are two and two. Commanders are like I said, the commanders are five and a half point faves. I wanna take I want to take the underdog so bad on this. So, and I, but I don't I don't want to be biased either. To before I, I'm gonna think about it for a second, man. What do you think?
0: Gun to my head right now, I would take the Bears plus five point five. I would not take them on the money line. However, I think there's some juice there if you take the Bears. What are the Bears on the money line?
1: MyBookie.com. dot com on the money line Bears plus two oh four. Some good juice there. Um, yeah.
0: If I if I had to if I had to bet on this spread I would take Bears because I do think it would be a, a close game somewhere around the Commanders maybe twenty four Bears twenty somewhere around there I think the Bears cover maybe even a backdoor cover a late score uh, I do think these are evenly matched teams uh, the Bears I don't know if you heard me earlier but the Bears will have Tevin Jenkins back he's he's active for the night, which
1: is he is
0: active he's active that's very good news that's a that's a big, strong bully type guy, and they need that interior with Allen and Payne. And hopefully, we don't see Lucas Patrick tonight,
1: please. It's no. it's so crazy. It's so crazy. They were thinking we thought they was gonna get rid of him in the offseason. Now he's our best offensive lineman.
0: I thought he was a a. I thought he was a bubble guy. Uh, yeah, and that that speaks to how bad offensive line has been. Uh, a concern for the Bears though. Uh, Eddie Jackson ruled out. Jalen Johnson ruled out. So. We know Kyler Gordon is still out with the fractured hand, so Terry mm-hmm. is going to be seeing rookies on either side of the field. So uh, could be a long, could be could be a great day for uh, Terry if you have your fantasy league. I think he's a must start. Yeah, I, you know,
1: I'm, you know, I'm am a big F1 McLaurin guy, so I can see that happening as well. It's not like we've started you know, from doing what they wanted to do and to this point wouldn't surprise me at all. But if I'm gonna call this game, I'm also gonna go with you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say F it. I'm taking the Bears and the points. I'm gonna also I expect this game to be high scoring. The Bears, the Bears have went over in each one of their games so far this year. They got it at 44 and a half. I think that's easy money. Like I said, the commanders are giving up 30 plus points each of the last three games. The Bears defense is horrendous. They've given up 25, at least 25 in the last 14 games. At 45 and a half, that's easy money. Um, I'm going to take the Bears as, as a, again, I'm taking the Bears on the spread. I think it's a close game. I'm thinking 30, 34, 30. All right,
0: I got a question for you. Which streak do you think is most likely to break tonight? Or do you, Oh, I guess you could say both the bears with their streak of giving up 25 plus points or the bears and their 14 game losing streak. Which one do you think is more likely to break? <laughs> the game?
1: Should have had this for it's, would you? It's you more think? than likely. It's more possible that the bears win this game than the bears having a dominating defensive el- effort for four quarters. I, I, that's an easy one for me. It's crazy. It's, why, up DC is DC is not that good. I don't uh, DC DC is better than the Bears. Stop. Full stop. They're better than the Bears. I give I give them that. However, they're not a very good team. It's very likely that you know any given Sunday, in this case Thursday, a, a scrub team to beat, and the Bears are are, are, are the scrubbies of the scrub. And Washington ain't that good. They can get beat. They almost got beat by the Arizona. Which says a lot about the Bears because maybe Arizona's better than the Bears too, but I think so. Right? If I or better, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: they, yeah,
1: they,
0: they, yeah, they, they are. They I say that
1: with the way better prepared. Well, uh, full, fully. I've watched every Cardinal game so far. The the sets they're running out there, the uh, the schemes, like night and day from what the Bears are doing. The Bears are doing, you know, pop Warner stuff out there compared to what the Cardinals are doing
0: not a lot of talent on offense for Arizona.
1: None.
0: Not I, think the, I think their best talent is, is is the tackle they just drafted this year from Ohio State. It's an mm-hmm. offensive player, but you got Dobbs, who's a journeyman. You got Connor, who's had good years for Arizona, but I don't think most teams would jump up and down to him as their starting running back. And you got a bunch of guys out there wide receiver. You got Hollywood, you got Rondell, uh, uh what's the rookie's name michael wilson that that guy kind of emerged for them
1: and and zacker at taughnee but again i agree not a lot of talent there i mean it's it's okay but it's not like blowing you away oh i said around 24 20
0: commanders i'm going to go <sighs> With the Bears secondary still in shambles, Washington not having a very good secondary. I'm gonna go 31-27 Commanders. Okay. That's I, fair. Yeah, sneaky this, this, this is the game the Bears actually win, though. But um I I'm 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 not gonna be the, the one to err on the side of uh favoritism for the Bears streak. They've got a great streak going on right now. The opposite based <laughs> up so.
1: Maybe we get number 15. Okay. All right. Well, this has been your Bear Claw preview. Catch us right after the game. We're going to give you the wrap-up, the review of what we saw in this Thursday night game against D.C. Coming back, hopefully, it's going to be a victory formation episode. Catch us back here. So, of the
0: Chicago Bear Podcast, Bear down.